cold outside. I gotta go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been I'm hoping that you dropped so in. Very nice. I'll hold your hands. They're just like my mine. mother will start to beautiful. Worry. See, my mother will. It's just from a time when women were supposed to be out by themselves. What was that? See, my mother would start to worry. It's from a time when women weren't supposed to be out all night with men. They'd be called Jezebels and harlots. That was the point of that. Yeah, but this man's not letting her leave. Yes, he is. No, listen to it. She's trying to leave. That's what she's singing He's about. He's asking like, her to stay. Yeah, but it's just like... Where's the bitch? I'll choke you out if you leave. <laughs> it's not in there. <laughs> See, at least I'm going to say that I tried. That's all. At least I'm going to say that I tried. See, she's saying it too, baby. It's cold outside. You're very pushy, you know. I like to think of it as opportunistic. Opportunistic? A word you've used to describe your dating history. Baby, it's cold outside. The answer is no. But baby, it's cold outside. All right, we got enough. We should probably introduce ourselves. All righty. Welcome to another edition of Two Guys Drinking Beer. Uh, proudly hosted by... It's been a while. We haven't done this in two weeks. Proudly hosted by ScreenDiscourse.com. My name is Dennis. My name is Rob. And this is Yingling. Good old classic Yingling. Still not a sponsor. And that song is not about rape. You were saying it is. Yeah, I know they're beeping. I'm waiting for the uh, jackasses to pass by. Okay. Jeez, uh, <laughs> what is going on out there? Is the guy driving too slow and the guy's like, hurry up? Mm-hmm. It's a dangerous street you live on. <clears throat> Yours is pretty dangerous, too, if uh, I remember. It's okay. Maybe people just need to learn to drive around here. I wish it was cold outside today. It's not. Oh, you're still not responding to the, 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 your she's, silly accusation that that's a rape song. She's trying to leave. I don't no, know she's a rape not song, really trying to leave. Yes. She wants to stay. No, she doesn't. She keeps the song saying, was written 60 years ago when women weren't supposed to go spend a night at a guy's house unless they were like married and shit. So make an updated version. Maybe it's cold outside. Okay, I'll stay in. We'll watch Netflix. But I really don't have Netflix. See, All right, we'll do Hulu. See, you're judging it by like 2018 standards. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not. All right. It was never about rape. On the last episode, you told me to watch Blazing Saddles. Yes. And I watched it. <laughs> what did you think? It was hilarious. Could they make that movie right now? That's the thing is, I don't know. I want to say no. But they're showing; they're still showing the movie. Like Disney still shows like <laughs> songs of the South overseas and stuff. They just don't like advertising that they do it. Mel Brooks is still showing it at drive-ins and whatnot, and you know, doing Q and As and whatnot. So people still like the movie. I just I don't understand. People still like that song. How it can't be made today? Really? I just it's it's for a specific audience. It's not for everybody. Like all those people that are bitching about Kevin Hart and his. You know, Kevin Hart was supposed to host the Oscars, but then he stepped <laughs> well, down. Well, we're skipping over the movie. We can lead in from I'm, that to it. 
I'm just saying. Actually, I thought what he did was cool when he just said, fuck it, I'm, I'll step down. And then he's like, look, I'll take it down anyway. I wasn't trying to offend anyone. Yeah. I just, I don't understand why everyone's getting there, getting so upset because of, like, I dare you to find the perfect person that has never made <laughs> a racist joke or a gay joke or, you know, a short joke or a fat joke. Like, everyone gets a turn when it comes to being uh, ridiculed and, and laughed at. Like, nobody's excluded. And just because he made a couple of jokes, that's it. It's over. Look at what happened with James Gunn. No, I'm serious, <laughs> yeah. though. It Whether it's an awards thing, whether it's Disney, any major thing just doesn't want to deal with anything. All it really takes is one person to bitch about somebody. I mean, you know, every time we tape the episode of the podcast, I go home and I listen to it back and I, I take a few things out here and there because I'm not sure how people are going to take it. And we don't want to risk our money makers for this podcast. Uh, especially what you said about that one group. <laughs> I won't mention which one, but you know, that was wrong. Moving along. Uh, like really wrong. It was, uh, I, I really liked <clears throat> Blazing Saddles. It was pretty good. It was kind of. It was very over the top, which is what I liked because, in 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 no circumstance could you take it seriously. No, um, George Carlin. You said that bit about you could joke about anything. Mm-hmm. It's where you put the emphasis of the joke on. Mm-hmm. You can change it entirely. Okay. Like he even, I remember him saying, "People say you can't joke about rape." He's like, "Fuck you! I think rape's funny." Picture in your head right now, Elmer Fudd raping Porky. No, picture Porky Pig raping Elmer Fudd. Eh. The audience laughed. Yeah. Well, they were a bunch of sheep. No, they weren't. I guess everybody has their thing. Sheep is people who think Baby It's Cold Outside is about rape. (laughs) When it's not. I just, I feel like everything. It's not. Everything now has to be judged in front of the Twitterverse. Whether or not it's acceptable. Well, probably the saddest part about that is there is a lot of shit that goes on. Whether it's homophobia, racism, sex, you know, whatever. And it just, stuff like that just makes you kind of numb to it all. Mm-hmm. When somebody just starts bitching. Yeah. And it's usually stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. And then real shit happens, and people just kind of go on because they're just they're used to people bitching. What was your favorite part of Blazing Saddles? <laughs> I, I like the part when uh, the sheriff shows up for the first time, and that one guy is on the roof, and he can't really talk well. So he's like, the sheriff is near. <coughs> and then everybody's like, the right. sheriff is near. The sheriff is near. No, I said the sheriff is <laughs> I thought that was pretty good, and I like the uh, the segment with him and the I think the German girl. She was German, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah when they're in the uh, the room and it got dark, and she's like, "Oh my!" What did they say on that version? Because I have an interesting story about that. Uh, that that one scene, the original scene, mm-hmm. was 
Is it true what they say? I don't. I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. You know about black guys. Mm-hmm. She's going. It's true. It's true. Oh, it's true. It's true. And he goes. Uh, I don't mean to disillusion you, ma'am, but you are sucking on my arm. <laughs> no, that I, I that, that was the original that. thing. Yeah. It got cut out of a lot of them. Uh huh. Yeah, I forget what it was. But isn't that kind of weird? Sucking on his arm. That's too far. That, that's where we draw the line. With <laughs> that's where we movie. draw the line. <laughs> uh, I just uh, I read I read the trivia on IMDb about the movie afterwards. And uh, one of the ones I liked was Mel Brooks had full creative control, 100%. Like, the studio can suggest <laughs> things and say, hey, mm-hmm. maybe you shouldn't do this. But he had the final say. So just to make him happy, whenever they'd say, hey, you got to cut this or you got to do that or this or that, he'd be like, yeah, 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 don't worry. I'll do it. And he just left it all in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, that's great. I don't think you, in this day and age, you could have... Uh, somebody with so much creative control, like I think the studio always has to have. Well, yeah, it's the image. You can't be seen as yeah. anything. But I always thought it was funny because um, the amount of just racist terms thrown out. Yeah. And Richard Pryor had a writing credit on that. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, well, that was Richard Pryor. Supposedly, Richard Pryor only wrote that stuff for Mongo. <laughs> <laughs> about Mongo being a pawn in the universe yeah. and lines like that. That was all he did. <laughs> I like Mongo. <laughs> I think I texted you when I started watching it. And I was like, I, I started watching this movie and I've already heard uh, the C word and the, and the N word. <laughs> well, see, but it was how they used it. It was a construction of the movie. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just running around saying racist things. Yeah. Uh, it's like... Did you ever see um, fuck, what the heck, the Molly Ring, Sixteen Candles? No. I haven't seen it since the eighties, but mm-hmm. I fully believe it has aged horribly. <laughs> when you have Asian characters named Long Duck Dong, <laughs> that's pretty good. And oh. no, no, it really, it really, really wasn't. I like those stupid names. <laughs> like, remember when the no? It, I tell you what, just. Sometime, don't watch the movie. It's stupid. <laughs> don't okay? It. Yeah. But okay. if you're bored, like, go to YouTube or something. Just put in, like, racist 16 candle <laughs> stuff and see what comes up. You remember, uh, it had to have been, like, 10 years ago where there was, I think there was the Malaysian flight went down or something. One of those yeah. Asian flights went down and, and yeah, somebody yeah, had I, submitted a, goofy mm-hmm. names as the pilot. <laughs> it was, like, some Ting Wong. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fun. you know every once in a while you get a little gift from above that's just it, it brightens your day no no that's racist no that's not racist no, no, no. it's goofy but th- nobody's it name really a- was something wrong <laughs> they were being assholes how do you know they could, there's there's because the asian american community went after them saying hey fuckers show us where to fuck on this flight <laughs> there's this guy called something wrong <laughs> there and there are, wasn't. There are Indian people that are named, uh, some, uh, what was it? It was uh, something hard dick, and and, uh, and there was a chick named Ramindeep. And we had a president whose nickname was Tricky Dick. <laughs> Another one was called Slick Willie. Slick Willie. I like the... Uh, the I, I just think maybe, you know... Dick jokes are universal. I like the Lyndon B. Johnson uh, recorded 
tapes that they had where he called someplace and he was like, uh, you know, I need you to give me two more inches because it's too tight by my bunghole and all this. Do you remember that? I've heard a lot of stories about him. Apparently he would uh, have meetings on the can. Yes. I mean, he'd swim naked because he wanted everybody in the White House to see he had a big penis. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the kind of president we need. The one that's, uh, you know, doesn't even have time for himself, that he's constantly doing business, even when he's doing business. And yet he couldn't get us out of Vietnam, now could he? I mean, he tried. Did he? Yeah, like what, two years? Because... Well, it, JFK got shot, what, within two well, years well, the, of his The term? weird part about Vietnam, mm-hmm. and, and I have full respect to any veterans out there. I'm not trying to make a joke about that war. Mm-hmm. But it's like the Nixon administration blamed the Johnson administration, no. who blamed the Kennedy administration. Mm-hmm. And the Kennedy people were like, you know, actually, this was Eisenhower's <laughs> fault because he sent these people over before we came in. That That is... The presidential and, and, way you plan. I know, the but last it's like I see it happening right now with uh, Iraq and Afghanistan. Because uh-huh. Trump's just like, hey, Obama didn't fix this. Yeah, and Obama's people, like, hey, that was Bush. Uh-huh. And Bush's people, well, you know, if Clinton had handled this <laughs> before we came around yeah. this one, I don't know. It's like the same shit. It was kind of nice. Well, I mean, <coughs> I'm about to say a Larry David thing. Let me rephrase this. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it was nice that he died, but it was nice seeing the funeral thing there with uh, Wait, George W. Bush getting along with the Obamas and that when, when, when uh, older Bush died. No, uh, W.H. Yeah, H.W. H.W. Thank you. It's so, all you know, like he and Michelle, if he's a candy yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah that's nice. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. It's adorable. No, I mean, people get really bent out of shape about politics and this mm-hmm. and that. It's like, the ones up there, it, it reminds me of that penguin story I told you. What penguin story? Where we're, we're like, they lost, it was the playoffs. Oh, I was thinking of and actual Evangie penguins. Mon- no, 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 the <laughs> no, sports team, talking the hockey, hockey team. <laughs> and Evangie Monk is just like, they had interviewed him afterwards. <laughs> and he's like, eh, sometimes Puck don't go in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then he jumped in his... Jillion dollar sports car yep, with his man. model girlfriend and took off for his mansion. Yeah, I think uh, the climate now has become so partisan, and not to get into th- too much into politics, but it, it's become so cutthroat that it's nice every once in a while to see people come together, even though sadly it had to be a funeral. Yeah, well, that's why I was trying to. Uh, it was about to come out really bad, mm. but I fixed it. <laughs> so you don't have to edit that out so I look like an ass. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because yeah, I know you do work hard. Yes, I do work hard. I No, but I look at certain movies that really have aged horribly, mm-hmm. and I'm not making a blanket statement, it's starting with Baby It's Cold Outside to, to now, because there are a lot of fucked up things. Mm-hmm. There are, are a lot of long duck dong stories out there in Hollywood which need yeah. to stop. But we're doing this blanket thing where anything... Is just considered horrible and wrong, and, and that's bullshit. I think that uh, <laughs> since there's so many different people, and uh, you know what might offend you doesn't offend me, and vice versa. True. I mean, there are a lot of things that I don't find funny, but I, I'm not gonna like. 
go like, okay, here's one. I thought it was weird in Black Panther. If they're totally isolated from, you know, the world and all that, that, that cherry was like, there's another white boy. Yeah. That was a goofy little thing, but yeah, yeah. at the same time. I was like, huh, that's kind of weird that they're using racist terms in Africa, <laughs> you know, that Aaron would use. But I, I, it was an okay movie. I, I'm yeah. not like trying to be bullshit or picketing. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I get what you're trying to say because if <clears throat> it kind of went the other way, like if it was a white cherry and she was like, oh, another black guy. Like, well, oh, part second. of it wasn't just that. It was they would have had their own term. Like they called them colonizers. Uh-huh. Like, white boy, that's an American thing. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, the point is, I, I wasn't calling up Marvel Studios, bitch. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't think I heard anybody call up Marvel Studios and bitch about it. No. I. <clears throat> this would be a good lead into the Avengers trailer. Did you watch it? Yes. Did you? Yeah, I watched it. What do you think so far? I think that, you know, you shouldn't really read into too much in the trailers at this point. I I really liked it. I thought it was a good amount of uh, enough to get me excited and enough to get you like, oh, okay. So things really did go as bad as we thought. Like uh, at the end of Infinity War, everybody just vanishes. Well, 50% of people vanish and you Mm kind of don't see the aftermath. You see the immediate reaction, but you don't see the prolonged reaction of like, okay, well, now it's been a month and I still don't see my loved ones or, you know, Winter Soldier's missing and and T'Challa is missing and all these people are missing out of my life. And it looks like in this one, for at least the beginning part, we'll get to see yeah. a little bit more of the the prolong of, or the longer effects of uh, what happened to them. Well, I mean, wasn't that kind of how the ending of Ant-Man and the Wasp was? Yeah. yeah it was kind of pretty quick. Yeah, but I mean, come on. You, you've seen enough of them. You know yeah. what they're talking about with that. I, I just, uh, I'm trying to stay away from, I don't want to say spoiler. I'm just trying to stay away from anything, uh, any commentators or anything like that. Like, I, I did watch one of the videos that was like, uh, here are things you missed in the trailer. And, the, you know, they point out little things here and there. Mm-hmm. But I I just, I, I don't want to try to speculate because everyone that speculates is, 99.9% wrong. <laughs> so you go in like, oh, I hope this happens, and it, it doesn't. You mean like when Tyrion was going to get on one of the dragons and John was going to get on the other? Yeah. Yeah. Well, where was that? Yeah. I did not see the... I know there's a like a teaser something for Game of Thrones the next yeah, I didn't season, see it but I haven't seen it either. Uh, I just... I don't know. For for the whole Game of Thrones thing, Like I can wait until it comes out, you know, the full season and everything. I well, mean, I'll wait till I'll it gets closer, then I'm going to have to watch it again, because uh, I forgot mm-hmm. most of it. I am going to see Aquaman, though. I'm actually going a week early to see that. Oh. I, there was an Amazon Prime thing, so I'm going to go see it a week <coughs> early. And I'll, I'm really excited. Uh, I kind of kind of spoiled, or not really spoiled, but I kind of looked to see what people were saying about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't really seen anything negative. Like It's been a lot of positive praise, which is really... Interesting for, for a DC movie, yeah. yeah. But like, like I've said many times on this podcast before, I'm totally on board with whatever whatever James Wan wants to do. <laughs> like that dude can do no wrong, in my opinion. That he is a great director, a, a great visionary. He just amazing. He's great, and especially having to deal with people like you making fun of Asian names. <laughs> 
Anyway, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And then uh, the Captain Marvel trailer came out. I don't know if you saw that or not. Um, mm-hmm. That one, I'm still kind of, I don't know, maybe because I don't know much about the character. And I know she has this. Uh, I, I guess she has a cat are, that's not a cat. People are expecting. I shouldn't say people are expecting, but. Well, you said about people I, in, uh, like analyzing the trailers yeah. and that. Because it, it's not just about what they think is going to happen. It's just mm-hmm. you have people who are way 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 into that yeah you're like if you look behind iron man's shoulder (laughs) in the corner there's this blah 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 from like iron man comics number five (laughs) like okay sure it looked like a jug to me i guess i infinity war kind of spoiled captain marvel for me in a little bit because like you see at that little teaser tag at the end where uh, um, Nick Fury sends her, her message through the beeper and you see her little logo and everything. So mm. I guess everyone kind of has this uh, image in their mind that Captain Marvel is going to come to save the world from... Yeah, but then they also say Ant-Man's going to go into the quantum realm and they're yeah, going to do this. They're gonna or they're going that. back in time yeah. and they're doing this. Like, there's a ton of theories right now and um, I don't know. I'm I, I'm excited. I shouldn't say I'm excited. I'm going to go see Captain Marvel, uh, and I'm sure it'll probably be like a Guardians of the Galaxy type movie to me in the sense that I didn't know anything about the character going in, <laughs> and then when I walked out, I was pretty pretty happy with it. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. I like this character. It's just going to be uh, interesting to see what they do and how they play with that character before the yeah, Avengers you, movie yeah. where everything is just... I, I assume it's going to be nonstop action for two hours. Which which is kind of a shame mm-hmm. because there's a lot of good stories you could put in there. Yeah. Like, could you imagine Tony Stark having to talk to Aunt May? <laughs> about here? I don't know why we're laughing at this, but yeah, I guess I could. Well, who's to say that Aunt May didn't survive? <clears throat> True. That's the thing is we got only a, in that trailer... We, we we found out that Sherry's missing. We didn't know that before. Peter Parker's missing, and um, somebody Do else. Do you think they're all like trapped in one of the gems? Or well, that's the thing is, I know a lot of people are saying they're trapped. They're possibly trapped in the Soul Gem, and I don't know. I feel like I don't know. That just seems kind of weak. Like I I would prefer that they're all quote unquote dead. Because if they're just trapped, then yeah. you're just going to have useless scenes of them in there crying or yelling. Like I think people just out? want that so they can see Samuel L. Jackson finish and go, Hawker! <laughs> right when he comes on. And then look around. <laughs> what are they going to do? Colonize in the Soul Gem? Going to open up a Starbucks and a oh, Waffle House? <laughs> Could be nicer in there than out here. Yeah. I don't know. We'll All see. Right. Like, if you look at the Marvel movies, they, they they try to be really careful about not offending anyone. Yeah. But, like, do you think they're going to hold up 10, 15 years from now? I think I think they will. Uh, I think there's... One of the movies... The, the genre of movies that don't hold up in the future or at least when time goes by, is those futuristic <laughs> ones that are like, this is what it's going to be like in the future, like Back to the Future. Like, uh, well, it still holds up as far as, like, great content, but then you hear all the crap that they're saying, they're like, no, that happened. 
Though the Cubs did win the World Series. Yeah, I think it was the year either after or before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I, my thing is just we were talking about just outrage culture mm-hmm. in general, political correctness. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I'm going to go on about how much better the old Star Wars movies were. I know. But when they came out, the original ones, like people were like, Whoa, they made Princess Leia a badass. They don't do that with women. Whoa. They know Calrissian's black, and he, like, blew up a Death Star. That's great. Dressed like Han Solo for some odd yeah. reason. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Like, for, I do. why is he dressed like Han Solo? You have to if you fly it, okay? <laughs> That's but, the flight suit. <laughs> and you have to have a weird sidekick co-pilot that doesn't speak English. <laughs> No, he had the bleep, 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 bleep guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's like, don't worry, how do we get the shield down? Bleep, 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 bleep. Shut up, he'll do it. <laughs> no, but like, they were actually like, was like, wow. Yeah. Now when you talk to people, they're like, those movies suck. It was a bunch of white guys. <laughs> one chick in the whole galaxy? Come on. And you're like, well, there was one in Jedi, too. She was leading the, all right, two. That's still bullshit. I think the Marvel movies, to answer your question, are future proof. I guess if I want to use that, like <coughs> they've co- they've kind of covered all their bases. Like, yeah, in the beginning it was a bunch of white guys with superpowers, but as it evolved, they started giving more characters of color, women started well, showing up, and like. You well, know. but I mean, in the future, do you think they'll look back and go, oh, "Yeah, women," but it was a bunch of white bitches. <laughs> I think it's a natural progression. You have to give it time. Like Black Panther broke. The yeah, mold. Black Panther. They were like Falcon, you know, Roadie. You think about where's the like Asian dude? Where's the South Asian dude? Well, Hellboy's coming out, and there's an Asian character in there. And no, 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 no. I'm just saying down the road. If yeah. you were to look at them, yeah, you're like women. Well, they're all white. Mm-hmm. To date, they're all straight. Mm-hmm. Like, like, do you think in the future people will be picking these apart? I, I have faith that <laughs> maybe not within the next five years, but within the next ten, you're going to see a different vibe on the screen of a different cast of characters. Yeah, but we're not talking then. We're talking yeah. now. Of course it is. Yeah. It's always evolved. We've talked on the show about like old school sitcoms, mm-hmm. the honeymooners. Mm-hmm. He come home and threatened to beat his wife, and that was funny. Yeah, right to the moon, Alice. Yep. There's a natural progression. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You think looking back, people will be like, "You mean to tell me at no point at all, Black Panther couldn't have sucked Thor's dick? <laughs> They're all straight. Wait, it's what? awful. <laughs> all right. I'm just saying." If you're going to go there. Well, okay, you're the one with Tony kids. walks in, he tags in. You're the one with kids. Have you watched movies that you liked growing up with <laughs> them, and what was their reaction? I know you said you watched the Charlie Brown one. You thought it didn't hold up, but she, your daughter. No, 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 it. no. My, my thing, no, I never said that. Uh, there's people making some stupid thing about Franklin, the black character. Uh-huh. Even though if you really look into the history uh a lot of different um, African-American groups were proud of Charles Schultz for including him in back in the 60s. Yeah. Which is what I mean about just different times, different eras, yeah. how things look. 
Mm-hmm. Franklin was a big deal. As a matter of fact, the networks didn't want him to put him in. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, man, no, no, keep it all white. And maybe that was how they came up with it. He's on the other side of the table. I don't know. My thing was, I turned around. I used to think Snoopy was an asshole for hiding a turkey in the garage mm-hmm. and feeding everybody toast and popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Watching it, I realized this, and, and, and my daughter and I realized this together. Snoopy did 90% of the work setting that table up, cooking the popcorn and the toasts. Like, like Charlie Brown and Linus were basically just bitching at Snoopy to do stuff. Okay. I'm all for pulling your own weight. But, like, if you're going to make me do all the fucking work where you sit there and bitch about me, uh-huh. and I know I got a turkey hidden, fuck you. You're getting the toast and popcorn. <laughs> that was my point about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but there are a lot of things. It's it just, it's weird. Like, I'm trying to think of something else, like, that was older. Well, I the one that popped in my head was Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Like, if you would have your kids watch it today, there's a scene in there where the dude tries to bang his mom. Well, his mom was trying to bang him. Vice versa, whatever. And then he doesn't, and Biff comes and tries to take advantage of her. Like, that's pretty screwed up for a movie back then, or for a movie nowadays. But back then, like, yeah, it was... You know, I don't think I know there's probably somebody mad about that, but I, I don't think that was that bad. Like when I look at bad movies, did you ever see Revenge of the Nerds? Yes. W- was it part one or part two where like he wears a mask? One of the <coughs> nerds wears a mask and goes in. A no, dark that was room? that was the first one. That was the first one, right? Well, well first he... it started with them breaking and entering, uh-huh. stealing their panties and putting up fucking surveillance equipment so they could watch them naked. Uh-huh. Two. I've, I'm not a woman. I've never been with a sorority, you know, in college. There is no way they spend six hours showering. <laughs> just, just, there's that. But I'm just saying, they broke like a billion laws. Yeah. You know, and then you're right. And then the one guy puts on a mask, pretends to be her boyfriend, which is rape. Mm-hmm. Thing is, he was so good at raping her, she fell in love with him. Yeah, but that's... I guess, <coughs> can we be accused for overanalyzing it? No, that is legit <laughs> rape. Yeah, but when you first saw the movie, did you think, oh, that girl's getting raped? No, there was no internet. I was a little kid. Oh. I was like, wow, there's breasts. <laughs> no, I'm just, nerds, no. Blazing Saddles, yes. There, do you th- I'm surprised they haven't remade Revenge of the Nerds. I don't think they want to deal with that all. I mean, no, you're right. You probably could do it better. You could do it without that scene. <coughs> there were more than one scenes in that movie. <laughs> trying to think. I know Family Guy had a joke about James Bond saying, have sex with me, have sex with me repeatedly, and the girl would say no, no, no. And then she goes, all right, yes. Well, well, there and he's like, 50 no's equals a yes. <laughs> and I'm trying to think. Any of the James Bond movies that you can think of? That were all of them. The if it had Sean Connery or Roger Moore, it's probably no. You don't want to it remake it. The line. Yeah. Uh, Hell, Sean Connery in his real life went on about sometimes you got to smack a woman around a little. 
He's like, not real rough, just a little. <laughs> or like if you see any of those really, really old roasts, mm-hmm. like Dean Martin. Oh, uh, yeah. It was like 90% just making fun of Sammy Davis Jr. for being black and Jewish. I don't have a joke. I'm just saying that's mm-hmm. what it was like. Yeah. I haven't seen any of the modern roasts, so I don't. They're pretty bad, too. So, yeah. <clears throat> I saw the Pamela Lee one. That wasn't that great. I saw the Chevy Chase one. That was only good because he really got mad at them. I think my favorite one was the uh, Flavor Flav one. That, that, that one's probably the, the crown jewel of the Comedy Central roasts. And the David Hasselhoff was one was pretty good, too. Was that before or after the cheeseburger? After. So okay, they definitely yeah, was probably a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really led into him with that stuff. It was good stuff. I just... Okay, so we're talking about jokes that cross the line, right? And I, and I yeah, just remembered just something that Jerry Seinfeld, who <coughs> is one of the you know biggest comedians you could think of, said when he was asked about somebody saying some controversial joke or something, he was like, well, was it a joke? And the interviewer goes, yeah, it was a joke. And he goes, then it's okay, because it was a joke. If he was being legit, then yeah. that'd be a different story. But since he told a joke, it's okay. Yeah. Do you agree with that in the sense that no matter what you say, as long as you say it in a jokingly well, manner, no, I, it gives you a pass? I understand what he's saying because I've watched that Comedians and Cards with Coffee and how he like comedy is an art. I give yeah. my life to my art. It's my art. It's my art. He, he takes it very seriously. So he seriously. would be like that. Yeah. He's not... I'm not going to say I agree with it, but I understand where he's coming from. My thing's always been the intent. Mm. You and I have said a lot of really stupid shit. If you that, really that has been edited out. <laughs> mostly. Mostly. Yeah. But the intent behind it. Yes. It, it's always the intent. Mm-hmm. That That's the thing for me. What do you think? No, I I agree 100%. I mean, there are some things that even if you joke around about in public, I think you should be stoned in the sense, you know, just really? theoretically, not not actually R- really? stoned. But I'm just saying there's there's certain <coughs> things that you shouldn't joke about. See, I don't. I think it would depend on the point you're trying to get across. I, I don't think anything is truly off limits. It's how you present it and what you mean by it. Well, I mean, they say that. Like, when like, it comes okay, to, you hold hear... on. When it comes to comedy, timing is a big factor, right? Yes. I think if you're going to joke about something too soon, that's an issue. Like, there were some people that were joking about uh, Jamal Khashoggi that had, uh, you know, making jokes about him being murdered and yeah. cut up and everything. And I thought that was in poor taste. I didn't laugh. I didn't find it funny because the guy had just been murdered days before. You know before. what? I, I agree with you. That's not funny. Yeah. But. I'm not going to try to keep some a comic from working who mm-hmm. makes a joke like that. Yeah. I, I don't think that's right. I think you go, okay, that guy's not funny. I'm not going to go pay to see him do anything. I'm just, I, I think timing is a big thing. Like, if you're going to joke about it the day after it happened, there's something wrong with you. Like, it, it's not necessarily funny. Like, you know. Okay, okay. What was that one off with Gilbert Gottfried? Uh-huh. Um, he's actually had like three. There's a 9-11 one, the, mm-hmm. the Greg Giraldo one. Yeah. When it was like literally the day of. Yeah. 
he that he killed himself, and he's like, so if they cremate him, is that considered the Greg Giraldo roast? Now, th- see, that's the other side because <laughs> I kind of find that funny because if you know Ger- Greg Giraldo, if the, the tables had been turned, he would have done the exact same joke. I, well, I just then, think, then that's my point. You can't yeah. say something is entirely off limits. Uh-huh. Like we talked about Blazing Saddle, mm-hmm. and we both danced around a certain word. Yeah. Okay. I don't feel it's cool to call it any African American that word, mm-hmm. but it pisses me off that they are trying to like just totally ban Huckleberry Finn everywhere mm-hmm. because of the character. It's a character in a book called Nigger Jim. Mm-hmm. The thing was about how fucked slavery, the South, and racism is. Mm-hmm. That's the point behind the book. When you make a blank statement, like you just said, I don't think this should be discussed or, or joked about, mm-hmm. or I don't think this should be written about, or I don't think this should be said in public. It's not just a comedy thing. It goes beyond that. Yeah. Because... Well, we think in words. And it is a form of mind control. Mm-hmm. You're just looking at me like, yeah. Mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. no, I'm listening. No, I just. I'm, wait, I'm letting you, you get got... your statement out. <laughs> because I don't want to interrupt. Okay, well, part of it is I really liked the book when I was younger. Okay. Uh, the ones, have you ever read it? No. Uh, you kind of understand the point behind it, right? Yes. Yeah, Huckleberry family, ignorant, like basically lived. Kid raised himself in the woods, mm-hmm. uh, but raised with like a southern, white, southern mentality. And there's a scene in there about whether or not he should help N-word Jim or not. And he was taught that, you know, if you do this, you're going against God. You're going against the way God wants it, and, and you're going to go to hell, mm. like, like flat out hell. Not like a modern, this and that, this is strict, you're in the fucking lake of fire. All right. He really looks it over, and he's just, Mark Twain writes this way better than my words. But he's just like, all right then, I'll go to hell. And it just was really touching to me when I read it. And, And I hate that nobody else gets that. They hear one word and want it banned from schools. Not to mention, it is a piece of American, like classic American literature. And to be honest, we as Americans don't have a lot of that. A lot of songs about shaking your ass. Yeah. Not so much just that you could really go, you know what? I'll put this up against Shakespeare. I'll put this up against whoever you got. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I agree. I, I think... You just said you never read the book. You can't agree. No, I'm ag- agreeing with your statement in the <coughs> sense that, yeah, there are certain things that I, I think you should leave alone, you know, stuff like that. And I, I, I just, I don't get why people... I guess I get why people get angry because then they go around and they'll use the word negatively and to hurt people. But at the same time, it's like... People who want to hurt other groups of people mm-hmm. know what to say and not to say mm-hmm. in public and around others. Okay. I, I'm just saying, you don't need to say certain words 
with whatever group it is, mm-hmm. to actively try to harm them. Yeah, but there are those trigger words that people of you know different <laughs> cultures and sexual orientations that they get super offended and super upset yeah, when they hear those I'm words. I'm not saying usually casually or like run around saying stuff. I'm just saying in certain points, mm-hmm. Huckleberry Finn, it, it, it needs to be written that way. Yeah, You cannot tell that story without it being written that way. You can't do it. Mm-hmm. And it is a story that needs told. Nothing. Uh, I, I, got, I got nothing because everything I say, you just shoot down. Well, you didn't read it, so you can't agree with me. <laughs> Sorry, I just. No, oh, you're passionate about it. All right, I get it. I understand, but at the same time, it's like I don't. I, why? Why are we so soft? Why are our parents okay here, here, with I, I can explain like it. that? And but why are we softer? Here, I can explain this because because this goes beyond some racial sensitivity shit. This is nothing to do with outrage culture. Uh-huh. This is totally a generational thing. Yes. This is my philosophy on it because I am older than her. My generation was raised by the baby boomers. Okay. Okay. I'm Generation X. The boomers came out of the 60s and that it basically let us just raise ourselves. I mean, the image of a dev. Um, Fuck, Drew Barrymore being like 12 years old in a nightclub, coked out of her mind. Mm-hmm. Could be a symbol for my generation. Okay. The, the boomers just let us run wild. You've heard a billion old comics talk about we went out in the morning and just came back at when it, now. Yeah, I mean, and my generation, too, I, when I was growing up, to an but, extent, was going at, you know, playing outside yeah, all the time. But, so I, I get but, what you're trying to say. What I'm saying is... They raise us like fucking wolves. <laughs> when, when, when my generation started coming up, and yours too, like, uh-huh. okay, we we ruin our kids by just being like, this isn't going to happen with my kid. I'm not having my kid play right by the fucking crack house. This, no. You know? Yeah. We're just going to hover over them and make everything safe. When I was a little kid and I was at a playground by my school, Metal bars over concrete. Mm-hmm. If you fell, you're fucked. Now they made them all nice and soft, a little gushy stuff. Yeah. So everything's safe. Which okay, that that's actually good. I, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, <laughs> no, but in Child general, safety is fine. Yeah, uh, that's no, okay, but in okay general, it just yeah. it it's. Well, I think okay, it's if you have a teenager. It, it, and you end up having to set up their college schedule for them because <laughs> they can't do it on their own. I'm just. I think I can sort of fill in a little gap here because okay. I was in between. Yeah, yeah, you're you're a little younger. I'm a, so. Yeah, and I'm the generation but, after. So, what you said in the beginning about playing outside and from the day until it got dark, you know, your parents. Well, it wasn't didn't even just really, that. It was like. Like they My just, mom's they, sending me to the store to get cigarettes <laughs> when I'm like six, and yeah. they gave it to me. I mean, I, I, I didn't necessarily have that. But nonetheless, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I had your type of growing up or your type of childhood up to a certain point. Yeah. And then at that point... Because it was changing. It doesn't happen overnight. 
So you'd get the, some the of The one that. thing that I could pinpoint that it was introduced to change the generation there. 9-11. Computers. Oh. You were not going where I thought you were. Computers and the internet became a thing. And then I went from being that kid who would go outside, ride his bike all day, and knew to come home at night, became the one that would stay in, playing games, surfing the web, and whatnot. And then you had those <coughs> kids become the keyboard warriors, the ones that knew that you were thousands of miles away, so I could call you every bad name in the book and, and yeah. do whatever I could to you, and you couldn't do jack to me. And then it started screwing people up. So then we started getting the cyberbullying and started, you know, it yeah. started becoming a crime and you couldn't do this and you couldn't do that. So now you have a generation that is used to, if something is happening and I report it, it's going to be more than likely an end is going to be put to it. So I think that's sort of where. It's a very astute analysis. Yeah. Good job. All right, I got a, I got an attaboy. I'm doing good. No, but I'm, there are many things. I, yeah. I think both those. And there's other factors oh, too. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I'm just saying in general, mm-hmm. like you can't even just send your kids out now. Like yeah. you hear stories about them getting picked up by cops and they're like yeah. playing down the street from their house. Uh, yeah, every once in a while I'll see. <coughs> Kids playing outside, and it'll just blow my mind. I'm like, oh crap, they're playing outside with other kids. Are yeah. they, they still do this? It's not as much as it used to be when, like, you and I mm-hmm. were growing up, but it, you know, it's still happening. That's why I like, at least as a parent, I try to make them go out and do stuff. No, like, well, hell, the, uh, last night I had my girls out um, down at Coco because they made snow. What? Yeah, well, they had a little Christmas thing, a little shopping stands and shit. Oh, okay. But uh, they had a one cleared out area, and they made snow. And, like... Well, threw the kids in, made them run around playing snow. How do they make snow in Florida? They bring in many, many trucks of ice, and then, like, put it through the thing and shoot it up in the air, like... Oh, okay. And it comes down. It's pretty cool, actually. It actually was. Does the snow... Stay cold enough to where you can like form it to a ball and have. Oh yeah, and then, they, had and a, they had a big pile of it. Okay. It was nice. We look for shit like that to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Just to get them out, get them active. Simply because, uh, like, yes, my oldest daughter has a tablet and all, but <laughs> she's only allowed like an hour a day. Yeah. More on the weekend, but during the week. I just, uh, the one thing I always remembered about playing with other kids was uh, getting those social skills in the sense that more than once I could remember going out and and playing with other kids, the kids that I've never met in my life and and trying to make a friend. Well, that's what you did at one point when you were younger. It's like... You knew this one kid who who knew these other kids, yeah. so now you're just all together. It yeah. just it worked that way. And I think it's kind of evolved into my adult life because when I go to school, college classes, mm-hmm. like more than once on an occasion, I, I find myself connecting with another person in the class, and you can kind of see like the younger kids don't really necessarily yeah. do that like at least nobody knew like, like they always they're always familiar with the person that they're talking mm-hmm. to like oh hey you were in my high school yeah, or you were yeah, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that but for me like 
I, you know, if if it's a class where there's a lot of uh, older people, you don't yeah, really I see know. the younger people interacting as much. Well, you're also older, and they probably yeah. think old guy. Not that you're old, yeah, but to when them, you're to them, to them, yeah, yeah, you're old. They're like stranger danger, stranger <laughs> danger. Well, it blew my mind when this one younger girl who had to have been in her early twenties mm. in my physics class had mentioned that she doesn't know how to use a computer, and it blew my <laughs> mind. I'm like, how can you be that age and not know how to use a computer? And she goes, Well, you don't. You have to understand that I grew up in a different era. We grew up in the cell phone era, so I yeah. do everything on my cell phone. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So you're a cell phone tablet kind of kid. You're just not a computer kid. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, my daughter can't type for shit. Oh, yeah. But which, mm, uh-huh. little screens, no problem. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> get her in front of a keyboard. She doesn't know what the hell mm, she's doing, right? Oh, that's part of why we drag them everywhere. Like, we went to see Ice. Uh-huh. They did the, the Christmas movie there this year. They also had snow there too, and sled rides. For the, for those who are wondering, there's a uh, in Orlando. There's a hotel, the Gaylord Palms, and they have a, uh, a an event called Ice, where they get this one room, and they bring it down to like <coughs> what negative ten negative or nine. negative nine, and they put ice sculptures no, no, and it, it, there. The movie they picked was a Christmas story because yeah. they always pick a different thing. And it just slide? occurred to me, at the very end, they had the damn scene from the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about things like uh, you look back on. Oh, yeah. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> it, it wasn't good. I like it when they break out the bird and it's got the head. And they're like, oh, oh it's oh, smiling. smiling. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Do they have I, the slide <laughs> at ice? Oh yeah! Oh, they have where the Santa, they have a big ice Santa, uh-huh. and, and they have a little slide for little kids, and then the bigger one. Okay. And you get to go down. It, it, it's nice. Can adults do it? Yeah, I did. Oh, sweet. Might be worth going over there. Well, it was because they have other stuff too. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not like you just see that and leave. Yeah. But uh, we just try to keep them active. It's you- part of why I like. Was happy she got into jujitsu and stuff because it's just something to get her out. Do you think your kids are going to be the new generation that kind of grows the thicker skin? I hope so. Or at least that's what you're aiming for, right? Oh yeah, because like my kids know I love them very much. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, you got to fuck with them a little. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you some time to ex- expand on that because I don't want people <coughs> No, what the no, hell is no. he doing? No, I just... You know, sometimes like, I leave like, him outside like, so, no. and I close the door. No, but like, um, there's that, uh, guess how much I love you with the rabbits thing. And with the two-year-old, I like read it to her and okay. it's like, oh, I love you this much. And I love this. You know, and the older one comes in and she's like, yeah, well, you love me that much too. I'm like, well, <laughs> and she laughs. She uh, laughs because well, she knows she I'm playing. Yeah, you, you got to make them like that. You got to yeah. get them like that. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll start spouting crazy shit. Like, <laughs> baby, it's cold outside. It's a rape song. <laughs> I don't know. Baby, it's cold outside. It's kind of weird. I mean, it is, but you have to look at the era it came from. Uh-huh. 
She's not supposed to even be there. The neighbors saw her come in. They're going to talk. This is 2018. A woman can go, I'm going to go get some dick. No one cares. I just, I don't. No one cared. Back then, it, it was a big deal. She was being a hussy. I don't even know how people met back then. Like, you probably were paired up out of the womb or something. No, I think you had to get married in high school or you were just single for life. Because you talk to old people. They all met when they were like 16, 17. Yeah. Like, like, that's it. If you miss it, if you graduate high school and you're single, mm-hmm. you're a bachelor. And everybody went steady. Everybody <laughs> got paired up. I think everybody was paired up. There was one man for every woman and every woman for one man. Which I guess I can see It's fucked up Because you know what Some of those women wanted women Some of those men wanted men Some of those men felt like women I mean, There's a lot of shit this is, no, When we make things simple in society People get fucked over yeah. I, I, I do get that But like I can kind of see How I know you're we're playing this off I'll make this one quick <laughs> No but It was on TV just flipping around and they were talking to people in the street about different shit uh-huh. and one guy's like who's that Kanye fella is he the one that likes Trump you don't have to like Kanye West you don't have to like his music you have to agree he is a pretty big deal yeah or he was just musically he was a star you ask most people they would know who he is yes. yeah when you, but that's just the age we live in. I mm-hmm. mean, the guy probably listens to Mumford and Sons and doesn't know anything about hip hop. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you can do that. Mm-hmm. And there are people who listen to hip hop who wouldn't know about Mumford and Sons. It's just, it's how it works. If you were around when there was like three television stations, mm-hmm. that's why the Beatles were so fucking huge. There were three stations when they played on Ed Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Now, you could say, the Beatles are awesome. I got to get involved with this new music. You can go, they're okay. You can go, man, they suck. <laughs> but you saw them on Ed Sullivan. Yeah. The whole fucking country saw them on Ed Sullivan. Now you have people who don't even watch TV because there's a billion different little internet holes you can fall into and just be there. Like you said, someone's on a computer. Someone doesn't even use computers. They just play with their phone. Yeah. This one's on Instagram. This one's tweeting. It's like there's no unity anymore. That's profound. It's deep. No, it it is seriously, though. Don't make fun. I I mean it. People knew who the Beatles were because there were three television stations and they were on Ed Sullivan. Mm Mm-hmm. There are people out there who don't know who Kanye West is. Because if you don't want to pay attention to a genre of music, uh, certain actors, certain whatever, TV shows, like you can cut that out of your life and never know. <coughs> anyway. Now everybody knows YouTube stars like Logan Paul. and Well, no, not everybody does. Because not everybody in the country pays attention to that. I like I like the option of being selective, where I can. No, uh, no, no. I mean, a lot of people do. Okay, a lot of people love a number of YouTube stars, but not everybody, because there's more than three stations on TV now. Indeed, there is. 
That's all I got. I'm Rob. He's Dennis. This is Two Guys Drinking Beer. And thanks once again to ScreenDiscord.com, Discourse.com for hosting our podcast. Good night, everybody. If I'm moving closer, at least I'm gonna say that I try. What's the sense in her?